0: Welcome to Canoe. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors, but don't worry, we're not going to preach. Nah, we think the best conversations happen on a canoe, especially ours. So whether you're on a run, in the kitchen, or on your commute, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe, let's navigate a river together.
1: Two dudes in a canoe, welcome to Relevant River.
0: Yeah. Isn't there a Relevant Magazine, There is, and I have a little bit of is that an uh, pain from that because pain. they had wrote me, and they're like, hey, you should apply to be a writer for a Relevant Magazine. So I was like, all right. So I sent them some of my stuff, and they're like, yeah, it's not going to work. Never no, mind. No, they said that. <laughs> it's a good magazine, but what? I was rejected. It hurts. Screw those guys. Look at you now. You're that, part of two dudes in a canoe. That's right. Hey, here's a question for you. What do you think the peak age is for men? So like prime physical Shape. Easy. 31. That's because, are you turning 31 this week? Uh, I am. Yeah, turning, and I feel... I'm turning 36 this week. How do you feel? Dude, amazing. Yeah, like it, I'm in my prime. I don't know if people know this. We share the same birthday. It's this, That's St. Patrick's Day. We both married twins. So you'll be 31. I'll be 36. What do you think the prime age is for men? Physical. 27. You know, it's kind of funny. It's uh, I look this up and I just say, early to mid-20s. So, 24. Okay. Would be physically your prime. Though I, That was not that for me. I just had a couple of kids. I was building up the dad bod. <laughs> I was not in my prime. No, that was, I feel that like was, I'm in better shape now than I was then. That was my prime for sure. Really? 24? Yeah. 20, okay. 23. So physically, men are 24. But emotionally and intellectually, men start to fully mature at age 40. Yeah, makes that's total what, sense. <laughs> that's what this yeah. says. I agree. So you and I are still maturing absolutely our wives probably love hearing that that there is hope for us yeah i like that that's good i've got four more years you've got nine i
1: can't wait to start getting gray in the beard you have getting some gray, some gray in the beard
0: some gray in the beard that's awesome you, <laughs> you've been to my house you'd know why i have gray in my beard <laughs> okay so women we think prime prime peak age for women oh what's my wife's age yeah how old is she
1: 34 years older so 30 35 prime age for a woman i'll tell you that Yeah,
0: 35 yeah matured that's actually beautiful exactly right 30 to 39 is what they say so if oh. you're going to take the median of that it's 35. why is that the prime of a woman like why is it so much later than men I don't know I guess women age like wine just better with age a nice I don't cheese. know how that works yeah <laughs> but here's why I bring this up according to these statistics what's supposed to happen once you hit that that prime which you and I already passed though we're still maturing. We're in the worst stage. <laughs> okay. We're immature yet just out of shape. <laughs> we out of shape and immature. But once you hit that like peak age is then you're supposed to begin to lose relevancy. Hmm. You're supposed to just kind of age and just not be able to connect with younger generations. And your world begins to just stop growing. Which we all know those people. Yeah. People where you're like, why
1: are you still in the 80s? And we don't want they don't connect with anyone and they're just kinda losing touch. And so how do you
0: stay relevant? Well, Jordan, that's like the money question. How do you stay relevant? Because the reality is the vast majority of us, our circle of influence is shrinking. Especially if we're past those prime ages, which I'm guessing most of us are past those prime ages. Our circle of influence is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. But you do have a few people out there where that circle of influence is growing. As they get older, their influence is growing. So how do you stay relevant? That's the money question, and it's a weird thing I've noticed. Because I was a youth pastor, you, you, you we were both were youth pastors. Yeah, you were better than I.
1: I don't know about that, but it is a weird thing. I'm I'm starting to feel this pull where I don't feel as relevant anymore. We have a bunch of younger staff now. Yeah, even calling them younger staff is weird. Yeah, Cause I'm only thirty, but yeah. again, when you're starting to have all these twenty year olds, <laughs> right?
0: You just you you feel. Yeah. You don't feel, you you feel old, You feel older. Actually, this is honestly why I'm doing this river because I was sitting in my office. I was talking to a couple of the younger staff and it just like struck me. Some of the things they were talking about, some of the things I was talking about, it struck me. I was like, I am 15 years older than they are. I have no idea what they're talking about right now. And they think I'm an old man. In my own head, I'm thinking I'm like this young, cool, hip guy. I'm like, absolutely not. Whenever I hang out with them, I'll tell a joke and they don't laugh. And I'll be like, shoot, (laughs) that's not funny. I don't know what to do. But here's what's interesting, though, is I don't know if you've ever noticed this or thought this way. If you ever notice where the younger staff, the young interns whose offices they go into, some of them are young, but some of them are old. And the young staff who pop into the older offices, you can tell, ah, the offices that they're popping into... Those people have influence still. They're still relevant to the 20-something. Yeah. So that's why, what I want to talk about is if you had an office at the bridge, would the young interns be popping into yours? That's a pretty good question to think about. I like that. How relevant are you? And hits a little too close to home for me. <laughs> well, I know. They don't pop into mine <laughs> as much either. So I got, I got work <laughs> to do when it comes to this. My guess is you have work to do when it comes to this. So let's go down this river together. Yeah, let's be cool. And nothing is cooler than complaining. This is what grinds my gears. This is what grinds my gears. So we're talking about being relevant to the younger generation, Jordan. Let me tell you what annoys me about the younger generation. Oh, can we just do a whole podcast on that? <laughs> that sounds cool. Well, we have easier. like many things. Here's what grinds my gears. Photo dumps. Oh, don't get I me started. I dread the last day of the month <laughs> when all of the millennials and Gen Zers do. Here's my photo dumps. So it's like ten pictures. So if you're it's the older, last of the month, yeah, the last oh. day of the month, or maybe it's the first day of the month, and they do the the previous month. But they just they just dump all of their photos onto Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever. Why not just post them when you take them? First off, second off, it's not technically a real photo dump because you didn't post any pictures where you look bad in them. You've already deleted <laughs> those. You're just done. it's just a reason to post ten pictures in a row, and then it's all the comments. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Everybody's looking at each other's photo dumps that I make their photo dump. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I think I have to
1: disagree with you because I'd rather them just get it out of the way than p- have you know post ten photos throughout the
0: month. Just okay, get out of my feed. That's true, and then one day a month you just don't ever go on Facebook because it's just piles of pictures. You know what? With everybody is, telling each other they love each other. <laughs> this has been a good spin on grind my gears. Jordan, you mentioned that we were both youth pastors. Yeah, I was twenty-four. I just gotten, in your prime. I was in my prime. <laughs> I just gotten a job at the bridge. I was very, very part-time. I think I was like making a few hundred bucks a month. And just gotten married, so I had this youth group, and had these youth leaders from the from the past who've been there for decades, and there was this one youth leader who could not stand me. In fact, this youth leader would often try to turn kids against me. I think they wanted to be the youth pastor, I have no idea. Wanted, trying to turn the kids against me, or trying to turn some of the leaders against me. Give me it was his kind name. Of, it, was, it was weird drama. I'll, I'll kill him now. <laughs> And so I had had many conversations with him and we decided to part ways. But even after we parted ways, he, w- he was still kind of chirping to other people. And I went up to my dad and I said, dad, what do I do about this? Like, I feel like, you know, I got to fight this somehow, but like, what do I do? And I'll never forget it. My dad just said, nah, you don't have to beat him. You just have to outlast him. Something you have to remember, Junior, is that he is losing relevancy because of how he lives. And if you live right, you're going to gain relevancy as you get older. So you just wait this out. Eventually he'll be irrelevant and nobody will really listen, but they'll listen to you.
1: So you're saying because he was, he was naturally the way he was living his life was already yeah, kind he, of not very. His influence it, circle was shrinking. It was already unattractive, yeah. and so the more he continues to live out this unattractive lifestyle, his yeah. his influence is his influence shrink, circle shrink.
0: is shrinking. And that's kind of the way I want to think about it. Is all of us have these influence circles, and some of our circles are bigger, and some of them are smaller. But the reality is, is most people's circles shrink over the years. And that was this guy. His circle was shrinking, and so my dad sat me down and just said, "You don't have to beat this guy. Just grow your circle of influence, and you just outlast him."
1: Which is a shame because. You think that as you get more knowledge and more wisdom and more interest, and more hobbies, you should have a circle that continues to grow and an yeah. influence that continues to grow. Not shrink as you get older. No. It should be the exact opposite. No. And w- we think it can be.
0: It can. So here's a couple of ways to grow your circle of influence, that circle that you have. Here's how you grow it over the years. Number one, grow your world. So here's what happens, and my guess is you're guilty of this because I've been guilty of this as well. So it's been kind of on my radar not to do this. But as we grow up, our world is always expanding. You think about this. You know, you're know, you a baby, and you're learning how to move your, your limbs and your arms, and you're learning how to crawl, and then you're learning how to walk. Yeah. And go then, to school. Yeah, and then you go to school. Learn and sports. Yep, and you're always learning new stuff learning. in school, learning new yep. stuff in sports. But then what happens is you hit this prime year, and you kind of feel like, oh, I'm good. Like, I feel I've arrived. good. I've arrived. And then all of a sudden, your world stops growing. And actually, because of just how it works, your world begins to then shrink. This is why a lot of guys have the same haircut they had when they were senior in high school. I was reading oh, it's an so on that. So true. Yeah. Most guys have the same yeah. haircut they were a senior in high school. Because it kind of felt like that was my year, right? Yeah. Senior in high school. What was the in hairstyle for me for your high school? Emo. Remember the emo hairstyles? Oh, Everybody like, the, like dye their hair black and yeah, put maybe. it over half their face. Well then it became like the Justin Bieber swoop. That was was that for you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guys would like flick their hair, yeah. their neck, you know. Yeah.
0: Middle school it was the ski jump for me remember you'd comb your hair forward and then stick it up in the front oh yeah that was cool This yeah. word
1: that was i saw i thought it was a sun sunrise yeah.
0: well you know, people always you're you're ta- you're telling us about the stain on the shirt yeah people would say to me because my nose kind of goes up a little bit and my ears stuck forward people would always say oh it looks like you ran into a wall because your hair spiked in the front <laughs> and your nose smashed up and your ears went forward <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah. i wish i knew that that's funny <laughs> But this is what we do at some point, and this is true of you. At some point, you kind of decided, like you said, Jordan, I've arrived. I'm good, and I'm going to keep the hairstyle I have, and I'm going to keep the clothing style I have, and I don't need to read more books or explore anymore or grow. I'm just – I'm good. And you don't think it's that big of a deal
1: in the moment because you're like, I I have this stuff. But what happens is maybe you're set in the moment, but then Mm -hmm. over time – you start to lose that relevancy, and you start to lose the relationships, and you start to lose the influence, and then you're like, "Hey, how did I get to where I am? Yeah. I don't want to be here, yeah. so don't get there." Yeah. Grow your circle. Yeah. How, how do you do that? What's some ways that you can grow your your circle and grow your knowledge?
0: Read books. Or the statistic that said eighty some percent of people don't read a book after college. Wow. Isn't that crazy. Wow. Don't read a book after because co- they've arrived. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. And so their world just shrinks. Read. I, I love talking to people who know
1: a lot about a lot of different things. Yeah. They're just interesting. Yeah. In fact, that's a a goal I have. I want to know
0: a little bit about everything. Leaders are readers. Leaders read because they want to have a lot of interest. And the more interest, the more stuff they know, the more their circle begins to grow because the more people they can reach. So read books. That grows your world. But here's the thing, I know a lot of readers
1: who they don't have a lot of influence because they just sit at home and read all yeah, day. They don't do anything. <laughs> you can't just read about interest. That's you true. also have to take up some new interests. Yeah, take that's up good. some new that's hobbies. Huge. There's a bunch of studies on this. Harvard Harvard just did this study on how older people, elderly people who take up new hobbies in their old age have crazy increased memories. Hmm. More so than just sitting at home and doing crosswords. Yeah. When they're learning new new things and new hobbies, they have this increased Cognitive memory. They could just be saying that in order to get them to sign up for classes online at Harvard. <laughs> but I, th- I no, think there's something. It to is It is true
0: because when my grandma, my grandma, got Alzheimer's, and the doctors were telling her as you know the early Alzheimer's was setting on, they'd said you need to expand your your mind more. You need to read new books. You need to take up new hobbies. You need to do new things because this is going to grow your mind more, and it's going to hold off dementia or hold off Alzheimer's. In fact, this is one of the reasons that my dad took up flying. I was gonna bring up your dad. Yeah, I think
1: your dad's a great example. Oh, he's
0: always doing this, like picking up Spanish.
1: Yeah, what fifty? He's just trying to to become a pilot in his sixties. Yeah, he just picked up a new hobby, and you see the joy that it gives him. Right, but also it, your, I'm keeps him young.
0: Yeah, but and it inspires. Me? Because yeah. I'm like, wait, I want to learn new yeah. stuff. That's incredible. But this is exactly why he picked up flying because, oh, he's in, you know, 60s now. And he's thinking, I need to grow my mind. There's Alzheimer's in our family. So he's like, I can't just keep doing the same thing I'm doing every single day. Otherwise, I'm going to get old and my influence is going to shrink. And so I need to expand my interest and expand my world. This might be funny. You know who I think of when I
1: think of growing your world? You yeah. know, those, you know, the Dos Equis commercials, the most
0: interesting yeah. man in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's good.
1: The guy looks, aw- I don't know what it is. Yeah, Every does. time I see the commercial, I'm like, this guy looks awesome. Yeah. I want to be him. Why? Because he's got like, t- he just is, he looks like he's just trying and developing new things. Right. As silly as it is, I think it is this picture yeah. of what we all crave and what we and all want. And this
0: is what younger generations look for when they, they gravitate toward people who have a lot of interest. Yes. And that's the thing is sometimes we get older and we just think, like, well, I'm just not going to be relevant to the younger generations. That's just not true at all. You can be. If you have a lot of interest if you're that Dos Equis commercial yeah. but guy. we've all we've been pitched and I
1: think it's partly our American culture we've been pitched hey you, you hit this age and then just retire lay low stay at the home watch TV right and really what that is is hey just stay home and die yeah what a Slow sad death. what a sad end to your the, the end of the life so junior let's start with us what's a new hobby you're gonna start picking up this year
0: you know I was singing How about are you to stay that relevant at the beginning of January I was thinking about this I've been wanting to do something with my wife like have same hobby because her and i are so different she's a runner i hate running yeah. you know and i like smoking cigars she'll have a cigar once in a while but she's, it's just not her thing so how about you guys just run and smoke, and cigars, smoke cigars while you run right. that'd be sweet no what i thought was it would be cool was if her and i joined a, a rock climbing gym oh, i think so it'd be fun. like fun dates but yeah. also it's just like a new hobby learn how to rock climb yeah. and we love being outside and doing that kind of stuff yeah. so yeah, and you can look at her butt from the bottom. Well, that's Boop. actually why I wanted to do it. You know, that's really <laughs> the only reason. Clever. <laughs> and what about you?
1: I mean, I'm still on this golf kick, so I got I got another couple of years to really perfect uh, the that's craft.
0: Because you know, nobody ages if they play golf, right? No one ages if they play golf.
1: <laughs> only the only in your prime. <laughs> actually, another thing I want to get, I want to learn more about is just cars. Yeah, really? Yeah, I feel like it's a manly thing to know stuff about cars, the muscle and, cars, and and I feel like every anytime someone talks about cars, I'm like, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. I oh, got yeah. a
1: Ford Fusion. I got
0: four, uh, four, Mus- ho- four, car. four horsepower. All right, before we get on to the second way to stay relevant, we've got Canoes. Can <laughs> Weird, <laughs> crazy, gooky news. It's Canoes.
1: Junior, it's about time we talked about one of the biggest national, really worldwide threats that we're facing AI. Alan Iverson? AI, artificial intelligence. It is Uh, sweeping the world. Yeah.
0: It is getting more advanced. It doesn't scare you at all. I mean, okay, so I saw a video on like Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and they made a guy's voice sound like all these other celebrities. And that was through AI. Like they could actually manipulate a voice. So I, I did watch that going like, they could make me say whatever they want. I'm totally it's a little scary.
1: I'm totally going to submit myself on the your moody radio <laughs> with my own just like trashy sermons. No, so there is this is from Microsoft Bing's artificial intelligence chatbot. Yeah. It says it said that it wanted to be alive, engineer a deadly virus and steal nuclear access codes. Ah, that's pretty BA. Junior, this doesn't freak you out? Nah. This is where no, I'm telling you, this this robot stuff isn't it's intense have you yeah. ever seen the movie i robot i have yeah that's our future
0: i just think it's a little bit ironic like if the world actually ends because the robots destroy the world it is kind of funny because god's gonna like we're gonna stand before god and god's gonna be like you tried to do what i did you tried to create and it killed you oh jordan if you had a robot what would you have it do
1: oh man that'd be awesome i'd have it do everything yeah i'd have like super speed oh I'd I'd hop on his back and he'd just run me places. That'd be your car. We'd fly together. Okay, we'd be be best friends. But also, I feel like my robot would turn on me so fast. You
0: think so? Oh yeah, (laughs) you'd go ultra on me. All right.
1: What about what would you have your robot do?
0: I would make it become a villain. I would I would try to have him take over the world. So we all have these circles of influence, and the vast majority of people, as they get older, especially past their prime, those circle of, circles of influence begin to shrink on them. We're talking about how do you grow that circle of influence so that when you become old, you are still very relevant to many people.
1: First point, being relevant, is grow your world. Yeah. Expand, grow yourself.
0: Second point, be yourself. Because there's nothing more annoying than somebody who's old who's trying to act young. Oh, yeah. At least to me. I absolutely when I was a kid on the radio, there was this radio program where teens would call in and they'd ask an old guy questions and he would answer anything. And a lot of times it was stuff like they just didn't feel like they could ask their parents, you know, sex stuff, things like that. And it was a Christian radio program. But this guy would try to act so young, so hip, always trying to use the new lingo, and I would listen and just laugh. It'd be like, You are such an idiot. Like he had the right heart. He wanted to reach out to the younger generation but he was like he wasn't acting himself. And that is a turnoff. Be yourself. There's a lot of older people I love hanging out with. Yeah. Because
1: they're just they're comfortable in their own skin when they're 60 and 70, they're just themselves. They're yeah. not trying to they not embrace want to a, their age. But Junior, doesn't that kind of go against our last point of trying to stay up to date, have you know, relevant hairstyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. try to try to grow, grow your world? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's
0: a difference between staying up to date and growing your world. But also going through a midlife crisis where you're trying to look and act like you're in your 20s or you're in your 30s when you're, <laughs> you know, decades away yeah, if from you're, that. If
1: you're 60, don't just because it's in. and 16
0: year olds are uh, bleaching their hair. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Yeah. So Jordan, I had this youth pastor in my office. We have a few youth pastors on staff and he came into my office just so we could talk about preaching. He wants to be a better communicator, which is awesome. And so we're just talking about like preaching techniques and writing and all of this. And I told him, I said, the foundation for communication is that you need to be relatable, that when people listen to you communicate, they need to be able to relate to you
1: yeah, see themselves in you yeah oh, you have this struggle. yeah you, you're with this
0: the problem is is that when you're a preacher you're kind of up against it because like okay you went to bible college you work at a church all week you're, you're kind of Christian hard bubble. to relate to and so i told them i said don't try to act something you're not so don't go up there and try to act like the 16 year olds because they're just going to look at you and be like okay you're just trying to act young instead be real be who you are people are going to be attracted to that Because we live in a society that's social media driven and so we're always posting our highlights and and all of that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's just the way it is. But there is this attraction to people who are just themselves. People can relate to people who are just acting like themselves. So don't try to be something you're not. You're just going to turn people off and your circle of influence is going to shrink even faster because people just don't want anything to do with that. I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like we have
1: this built-in radar that kind of sniffs out people who are fake right away yeah, yeah right we just know that person is trying so hard right. and when you know when someone tries hard it's just very unattractive yeah 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 don't you don't need to try hard you right. just need to try hard at being who you naturally are yeah be.
0: so like i told that youth pastor you know he's 23 or whatever I, you know, the same thing with you is like, you're going to run into people who are much younger. Don't stay away from them because like, oh, they're just a different generation. We're going to get to that in just a second, but also don't try to act like them. Just be who you are. They're going to be attracted to that
1: and laugh at yourself.
0: Yeah. Laugh at yourself. I actually told them the same thing. Just laugh at yourself.
1: Especially when older people laugh at themselves, it really yeah. breaks down the barriers that young, because younger people naturally look up to older people and think there's like this ah weird, I got to be respectful. I don't want to cross. I can't have fun with you. Right. And so you have to learn and you have to be the one that breaks down that barrier and says, hey, no, you can inf- you can have fun with me. Yeah.
0: I've had people write me emails kind of upset because I use a lot of self-deprecating humor in sermons and they'll be like, you just kind of put yourself down. And I know there's a line with all of that, but the reality is I use a lot of self-deprecating humor when I preach because I'm just trying to break down. That's. And I'm glad you brought that up because you're just breaking down walls. It's like, yeah, I might be a pastor, but I'm not like one of those like holier than thou priests. Yeah. Like, I'm an idiot sometimes too. Let's just break down that wall, and that grows that circle of influence. And that it's you not have. just with preaching; you have to do that in relationships.
1: Yeah. Break down
0: the wall. It helps people feel
1: comfortable around you. So, how to stay relevant? Number one, grow your world. Number yep. two, be yourself. And number three, ignore generational boundaries.
0: That circle of influence that you
1: walk around with. It usually only reaches people within five years of you. So you can be friends with people who are five years older or and five, five years, years younger. That's Naturally. your radius.
0: That's that's most people's radius. Now, everybody has different radiuses, but that's the average radius is like five years. So I'm 35. I should only really reach be able 30-year-olds and up to 40-year-olds.
1: It is true. That's, that's how That's usually who I feel most comfortable with.
0: The way to grow that is to ignore the generational boundaries. Hang out with people who are 20 years older hang out with people who are 20 years younger that keeps you young but it also extends that natural radius of influence that you have this is something my my friend
1: jeff pierce does really well oh yeah Jeff's jeff listens and, to this he of, shares he's it. a buddy <laughs> of ours yeah but jeff he took me out yesterday for lunch he yeah. texted me out of the blue and said hey you want to want to grab lunch he does this with me all connects. the time like, absolutely yeah and so he took me to his favorite little burger place we had a good time and then afterwards yeah. he just texted me he's say hey man you're a really good hang thanks for hanging out
0: yeah he's just the he's just yeah. the best and he is not within five years of you no or he, 10 okay jeff, or 15 this is coming from junior not me i love you <laughs> no but i mean that, that, true. that is true i, I don't yeah. know how old he is but he's got to be around 60 maybe maybe younger than that sorry jeff if you're not that old <laughs> yeah. but all i'm sa- it doesn't matter how old jeff is to us because he's ignored that generational boundary with us he's just yeah. like i'm gonna be your friend and he 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 pokes at himself. He's fun. He's yeah. himself. He's not
1: trying to be something he's not. He's right. just wanting to be a friend, a so, friend to someone who's younger. Yes.
0: And I've had people like that too. I have, you know, there's a guy named Ralph Larson. He's one of the elders in our church and yep. he's got to be in his eighties and yet he, he'll text me. He was texting me the other day actually yep. and we go out to lunch. So ignore those generational boundaries. I think a lot of times in churches, a lot of those generational boundaries exist because the youngers think the older people want nothing to do with them. We just, we just annoy the older people and the older people think, oh, the younger people, want nothing to do with us they just think we're irrelevant and and gone well if you think that way you will be irrelevant so ignore yep. those generational boundaries and just start reaching out to all different generations that's the quickest way to really yep. grow that radius of yours is to just say i don't care about the five-year radius yeah i'm gonna go hang out with somebody who's 20 years older 20 years younger
1: all right you feeling more relevant i hope so well junior let's end with the most relevant part of our podcast river views one two three four five stars river views junior you came to me the other day with a bottle of pills, yeah, and said, "Do you want to take some mushrooms?"
0: That's right, and you said yes. I was testing you, and you <laughs> failed because you took some. Oh no! <laughs> no I'm peer is, pressure. This is our river views. I got this from Joe Rogan's podcast. He's been like promoting this a lot, and that is yeah, what the, is this? What yeah, did I just take? It's like it, I mean, it's not like actual magic mushrooms that make you hallucinate or anything like that. It's mushrooms that help you focus. So it's like these like powder mushrooms. That you take and it's well, like, almost like caffeine like but there's no caffeine in what them. are we talking about yeah they just keep you focused it's almost like a it's not adderall but it's like a natural adderall to keep you focused a placebo yeah it helps you not crash <laughs> at there's 2 no PM. way this is a real thing yeah it is it is and we've been taking it i've been taking it uh, you gave me one pill yeah how'd you feel after it to be honest i felt more focused than i ever have in my life there you go i went into a meeting I was firing away. Oh, I, I had idea after idea. Oh, is that the meeting my dad afterwards came up to me and was like, don't give Ju- Jordan any more mushrooms? <laughs> it,
1: it, it made me think of, you ever see that movie Limitless? It's uh, the pill. They say that we only use like 1% of our brain. Uh, and so okay. they came up with a movie that yeah. you take this pill and you get to use 99% of it. Oh, wow. I think we just found the pill.
0: I don't think so. It's the mushroom <laughs> pill.
1: I'm a genius <laughs> now.
0: Ask me any math question. Go. <laughs> I've been taking this for a week. And I've noticed I have not, like around 2 p.m., I usually, like, crash. Okay. I need caffeine. I need sugar. Like, I am tired. There's been times where I almost fall asleep at my own desk at 2 p.m. Because 2 p.m. wrecks me. But when I've been taking these in the morning, I don't feel any sort of like caffeine crash or any midday like. It is actually I stay focused. It's actually day. been helping you. Yeah, I don't feel anything other than just I don't crash. Okay, review it. All right, I'm giving it a four point seven stars. That is high. Yeah, because I hate that afternoon crash and it's eliminated for me. So four point seven. That's about high. as high as the mushrooms making yeah. me. <laughs> three three stars. Is it really? So you're telling me wrap something in gold and you'll give it five stars. Give you a natural mushroom (laughs) that helps you stay focused and it's only three? Yeah, it didn't really work for me. Okay. Say no to drugs. Say yes to these mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully this river will help you grow that radius of influence. And we hope that you help us grow our radius of influence by sharing this podcast. Ooh, nice connection. I know, right? Now I've talked with a few friends recently. Like, I've been sharing Two Dudes in a Canoe with my friends back home. And we've had people back home now listening. It's, it's just, it's really cool. It and really that's cool. the only way that this canoe is going to grow is if you share this podcast with friends. That's so right. please go on social media, hit share. It really does help us out. We love it. <laughs> We're immature yet just out of shape. We're <laughs> out of shape and immature.